Welcome to the Western Show. This is Lord Extra Cooler, and welcome to the Extra Cooler Show. Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> right, so, uh, right, so, what's in the cooler? Oh, <laughs> just blew my mind. <laughs> the rhino, the rhino's on ya. Extra credit. Sports, 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 sports side heater. Extra credit. Welcome to the Extra Cooler Show. Hello, this is the hardcore legend, three-time WWE champion, Mick Foley, with a shout-out to Nick, Jim, and Mike on the occasion of their one-year anniversary of the Extra Cooler Show podcast. I know that you guys... Do this thing uh, where you sit around, you talk about old school wrestling matches. One of you is an artist uh, at Extra Cooler. I'll have to check that out. I promise you I will. And I understand your show dives deep into old matches in a four guys hanging out way. I know I only mentioned three guys. Uh, so Nick, Jim, and Mike. I only counted three guys. Uh, look, uh, But if it's a four guys type of way... And I also appreciate that uh, my matches have been the subject. And I hope you uh, report on them favorably. Uh, so I know you guys work hard. Yes, you're working hard on this thing. It's hard to have a podcast that stands out. It sounds to me like you gentlemen have found the secret. Hard work, fun, dedication, more fun. A little bit of knowledge never hurts. And in case I forgot to mention it, fun. Yeah, a lot of options for people out there. So make sure... You keep the fun rolling, the information going. Thank you so much for caring enough about what we do to do a podcast about it. May all your days be nice. Yeah. Wow. Wow. The legend himself, Mick Foley, talking about our podcast. Uh, Thank you, Matt, for that. Yes, and Matt, is the other, and Matt is the other name that was uh, missing from that, of course. <laughs> yeah. In case if you're wondering, the, the most important part of this yes. podcast, <laughs> the, the reason why this podcast, you know, makes it to your, your ear holes every Thursday. Um, as, and as, you, Nick, Matt. as Nick has said before, the heart and soul of the Extra Cooler Show podcast, Matt. So aside from that, though, Mick was so right, right? Fun, fun and fun. That's kind of the... Uh, the main ingredient here. And I think why we've had so much, well, fun uh, doing this, right? It's why we started it. We <laughs> yeah. never cared for followers or anything. We just wanted to hang out and, you know, shoot. The, yep. the you guys used stuff. to tell me every, all the time, let's do this. So I'm glad we're here and I can't believe we've made it to a year. It gave me goosebumps too, thinking about um, the matches we've covered of his and him just like talking about it, even if he hasn't yeah, listened to us, maybe, right, but still right. it's, it's super cool. <laughs> and, and we did, and we did report favorably on those matches. Like thinking back, those are some of the, our favorite episodes we've uh, done. I think. Yeah, absolutely. This I was, so. uh, this was cool. I, I, I do have to admit, I, I am not one at good at keeping secrets. Uh, man, I think, <laughs> I think going back 10 years, 10 and a half, maybe 11 <laughs> at this point where uh, I think, the engagement ring myself and my now <laughs> wife were in the apartment together for maybe six, 12 hours total before I was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and the same thing happened here. So uh, this wasn't the, the initial reaction I sent it via text message and I'm a little mad at myself uh, for doing that, but it was really cool to see uh, your guys' yeah. reactions. We're doing this while on zoom and it was good to see your faces smiling at it. So uh, it, very it's well already spent. been favorited in my my photo album and watched at least uh, over a dozen times. It's cool. <laughs> so. It's cool. He did a great job, and even though yeah. he didn't uh, he didn't pick up on the fourth guy, I'm the fourth yeah. guy. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. You got to give credit to Mick, man. Like, right? He could anyone could mail these kind of things in, right? And he sounded, yep. uh, you know, he was genuine. He did. He was genuine. I'm glad it wasn't just like a a 10 second thing. It was like a full minute or so. Yeah. I'm cutting you guys off because we've talked about Mick Foley for so much and we've got more Mick Foley to dive in. So here we go. Hey 
Hey guys, Chick Foley here. If you like what you're hearing on this Pod Foundation production, you should check out my podcast, The Chick Foley Show, where each week myself, the heel husband, and the MVP bring you the fans' perspective on all the action inside and outside of the squared circle. We keep you up to date on the latest in wrestling figure news, give you retro wrestling recommendations, and just have fun talking about all aspects of professional wrestling. The Chick Foley Show drops every Friday morning and is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to a one-year anniversary spectacular of the Extra Cooler Show. My name is Nick, otherwise known as Extra Cooler, and this week I'm joined by the Survivor Series team, the Hop God, Mikey Workrate, and Stu Hart. Hey, Stu. Hey, I, uh, I uh, drank a lot of Ecto Cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Just got finished stretching Mikey Workrate out. <laughs> so as usual you guys can find us on instagram at extra cooler and over on twitter at extra cooler show if you're already all in and fully hooked on AEW, uh you've got to give the guys over at the turnbuckle tavern a listen and uh they are guaranteed to pull you in also be sure to follow the pod foundation on social media um make sure you check out our team the chick foley show and the turnbuckle tavern uh, we also round out that trio of the Pod Foundation with the Extra Cooler Show. Um, I am I am so incredibly proud of this and what we're doing, and the fact that we've made it a year, um, and that I let you guys convince me into doing this, and now I'm I'm hooked. And uh, when we started this, uh, I don't know if we thought we would have uh, made it this long. To be honest, um, we're we're hitting a year. This is episode number thirty four. Um, thirty four. Wow. It's wild. It's it's wild. Now we are a weekly podcast on top of it. Um, we're in a groove, and I hope we people are listening and, and picking up and telling their friends all about it. So tonight we're going to celebrate all things of uh, the Extra Cooler Show in the past year and everything that we've put out there. Um, so to start things off, uh, we have assembled a Mount Rushmore of the Extra Cooler Show. Um, it is not... Uh, a group of wrestlers who we think are, are the best in the actual Mount Rushmore. It is for the wrestlers that we believe uh, we've covered the most, or we've enjoyed covering the most. Um, so after that shout out of Nick Foley at the start of the show, it's only appropriate that we carve out our first member of the extra cooler shows, Mount Rushmore with cactus Jack mankind and dude love. So how do you, how do you enshrine him on in rock is it is it a combination of all four can you do those uh that that style is it hal haney is that his yeah. name yeah. Does like I, split yeah. half and half uh, can you do an all four nick is that possible uh, man only if you do it in stone con- <laughs> and the funny part is we've covered all three right we've mm-hmm. covered mankind cactus jack do love i don't think we've covered a nick foley match though no, there's not a ton though, right? I mean, dude, not that there's a lot of dude love matches, but dude love just got in on the wire right, right last last week. Right, but, um, <laughs> right, just made it in. <laughs> well, I think you we, could uh, create some kind of uh, Andy Warhol pop art thing. Can you do that? Nick? Yeah, yeah. I, I can do that. Four of them work. <laughs> 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 so uh, I have some stats with these guys along the way, and um, I know we're jumping ahead a little bit, but we've had 25 homework matches out of our 33 episodes to oh, this wow. point that have had homework episodes. Wow. So dead even 25. We've what's that? That's for dead even 25. Dead even 25, cool. which nice. made the percentages easier as a math nerd myself and <laughs> numbers nerd and all that. I'll throw some stats at you. So we have had four Mick Foley matches throughout our 25, which is good for 16% of our episodes. Some way, shape, or form, the hardcore legend, bang bang, is on <laughs> our podcast. So Mick, thank you for the awesome cameo. And that's our first yes. enshrinement into stone. In the extra cooler Mount Rushmore. <laughs> so we're going to pat ourselves on the back like uh, Barry Horowitz here tonight a lot and uh, probably reference the fact that we're, we've made it, you know, 30 plus episodes. Um, so to start things off, I think we've got to throw out uh, either our favorite episode or um, or a favorite match that we've covered throughout things. Um, and I'm curious what you guys brought to the table. Um, so, uh, Matt, why don't you kick it off and go first? Man, I, I narrowed it down to two and 
the first one that I'm going to throw, I, I like, I guess I like my honorable mention. So episode 11 was icon versus icon. We did WrestleMania 18 where Jim and Nick were both in the house and hearing your real life interpretation, your stories from that weekend, the just experience of being there, put it up as number two on my list. I've already spoken too much about it. And I all the way back to episode number four is my favorite. We tagged it as cause we're bizarre. And we had Royal Royal Rumble 1997. We had so many things on there that were just absolutely hilarious. We talked about oh my God. Cyberneticos AOL screen name. Uh, <laughs> we had the the British Bulldog who uh, is not on our Mount Rushmore, but we've spoken wow. about him even more times than Mick Foley. How about that? He has what? made it on five episodes wow. for 20% oh, of man. the time. Bulldog. We have a British Bulldog sighting on our episodes. <laughs> So you, uh, you know, all, the crazy part about that, that um, covering that rumble was, you know, we were trying to figure things out and anybody that's been listening to the podcast since the beginning has probably realized that. And in that stage, we went through and we like ran down everybody. We didn't, our goal was to make it not like a watch along and just kind of, you know, talk about the match and talk about the guys as they come down. And uh, it, the format that we ran with that show was a little bit different, but, that was a lot of fun. That one stood out for me. Oh yeah. Um, almost an hour and a half long too. <laughs> yeah. Hour and 27 yeah, minutes. Rumble, man. <laughs> we got to start, start thinking about it. it's rumble season. So we're going to have to cover another rumble. I think it's exciting. That was when we first uh, were cutting our teeth with this podcast. We did that rumble and um, the rumbles themselves are just tailor-made for, I think what makes this podcast fun, which is talking about all the goofy stuff that's going around, that's going on. And, all the random people that show up in the rumble, it's they're they're especially guaranteed old ones. They're get yeah, especially old ones. They're guaranteed fun. Uh Mike, what what would you bring to the table as your uh, favorite favorite match or episode from year one? Oh, you know, um I I loved the one that Matt just mentions, the ninety seven rumble. However, uh, I was also torn between um SummerSlam ninety two, uh maybe the first part. Um, yes, so it was a two-part episode, and actually the most recent one because uh, you know yeah. uh, the flag match. I we just had a lot of fun. We were just joking around like the whole time, yep. and uh, you know I just that one was a blast to record, and and it's a it's a good time in wrestling too. So yeah, yeah. well said, well said. I think like one of the things that we've realized on this podcast as we've done it, and, and the four of us have talked about it quite a bit, is. Um, we used to the early on we picked good wrestling matches um and, and we realized that you know there's more to be had in these obscure matches that we've been covering a little bit more recently um and we like to find the humor in wrestling uh even if it's not on purpose and it's accidental <laughs> um, right because that's the best and this so, is that's uh, something that we've been doing our entire lives exactly yes. right like <laughs> yes. exactly yes. how many times do we pause and rewind that's SummerSlam 92 for us in college we do that <laughs> yep. all the time and without so. a doubt Jim, I'm curious what your favorite match or episode was. Can we, uh, I, can we let Stu go first? Do you mind? He's over here. I see cool. him. Right. Stu, yeah. I can see his telly's champing at the bit. Stu, go ahead. In fact, I, uh, I wrestled a 650-pound uh, tiger, uh, Chi-Chi was the name, uh, and I... Uh, I wrestled the bear for the Fish and Game Society a couple of times. of the 600-pound uh, brown bear. If the bear gets aroused, you don't, you know, you don't know how to turn him off. Uh, you know. All right, that's enough, Stu. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Stu, Stu's, Stu, do you, <laughs> Stu's over there drinking that Canadian Pilsner. <laughs> um, <laughs> Stu was an integral part of this of this podcast. Yeah. I do have to admit, and I feel uh, bad. And you know, yeah, Stu. You know, Stu's. You know, you're the heart and soul. Stu is the H A R T and soul. So. <laughs> oh man! But but I, um, you guys mentioned some really good ones. Some of my favorites. I love the icon versus icon. Um, that's not like that goes against what we usually do. Is like it wasn't a super funny one, but you know. Nick and myself yeah, have some great there. stories and that's just an epic match. 
Um, I do. I loved both the WrestleMania nine and the SummerSlam 92 ones when we cover the entire cars. Cause those are two of my favorite. That's my favorite time. But I think my favorite had to be the Jerry Lynn versus wow. RVD yeah. ECW <laughs> <Wow>. match. <laughs> that's what I was going to go. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. But was, that- yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Why, why is it your favorite? I think because for me, it was like, it was totally different. Yep. Um, it was, you know, we admit in that episode how it wasn't really something that we watched. So it was kind of new to our eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and God knows there's so much in the crowd going on and there's so much going on. Um, it was like one of those things that you had to watch multiple times yep. just to wrap your head around it all. And that's the, the, I think what's fun about this show is if you listen is, uh, we don't just sometimes just cover, you know, what the, 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 the matches that were the homework, right. is, where there's a lot of stuff that surrounds it. And that's like the beauty of the wrestling card. There's a little something for everyone. There's great matches, which the RVD Jerry Lynn match is, is a great match, but there's all this other insanity in ECW and that card, like Nick said, is so new to us. It starts with like Taz out in the Jersey shore in like March, which is miserable. And just, right. it has such a different feel. And it was, I sat there and watched that and I was just really enjoying myself. And then to talk about it with you guys, it a was super enjoyable to do that. And B made me want to go back in time with you guys to that. Yes. Car. So, and that's totally, that's, that's mm. the joy of wrestling for me. Totally. I had down uh, that and I, I also, uh, you know, in my head, Icon versus Icon was there. But the other one that I put down was uh, episode number seven, uh, Remember the Name. And it yes. was uh, yeah. Goldust and Piper in the backlot brawl. And I think it, it's one of the first episodes where because that match happens, it's broken up and there's matches in between. It's one of the first episodes where we decide to cover like multiple parts of a, a pay-per-view. Yes. And I think that's where we realized like, wow, this, this is, we can make this even more fun than what, what we're doing and what we're putting out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus that's just such a ridiculous match and, you know, it's just a lot of fun. Um, but that's, I think that's I think, uh, diesel cuckoo choo whatever. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and one of the things like that, Jim, you've always said this uh, about our show and, and even like, like Sheena, for example, will post on her Instagram story, like that she's listening to our show. And then I have to do a double take because it'll be an episode like that we recorded like three months ago. And that's the beauty of our show. Um, the homework section of it, you can really go back and listen to, you know, any match that you want um, that we've covered already. So I hope people enjoy it. And, you know, cause I know we're enjoying ourselves. Keep on going back. It's only going to get better too. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from episode one, which has the most plays ever for us, the number two is actually remember the name. It has Mm -hmm. one more play than icon versus icon so those are the top three episode one seven is is remember the name and then uh 11 icon versus icon those are our top three played episodes if we're diving more into stats so and it's funny that those uh those all made their way to the to the top four here although mike i'm not sure what your real answer was i don't think you gave us one but uh all of us went back to the icon versus icon, but none of us picked it. It was that like yeah. second tier, like this is, yeah. this is still awesome and recognizing that, but remember the name almost made my top as well. So yeah, Jim, you definitely caught me off guard with uh, our ECW adventure, but uh, I didn't see that one. It was coming. a great but, one too. Yeah. That yeah. was certainly fun. I feel like that was one of the ones where it's, uh, we, fir- we really started clicking and uh, yes. not that we weren't before, but now yeah, it's with like the new era. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it wouldn't be an an episode of the Extra Cooler Show without a little bit of homework. Uh, so let's head over and, and, and get our homework done. Dog ate mine. Drop by and visit the Turnbuckle Tavern, where every Thursday we give you the most in-depth analysis of all things AEW as well as dive into Impact Wrestling, NWA, and all things indie. If you like heated debates, compelling interviews, and a shot of nostalgia, you'll love the Turnbuckle Tavern. Available on Apple and Spotify. Drink it in. It always goes down smooth. For this week's homework on the Extra Cooler Show, the anniversary edition, uh, we are covering, or should I say, 
recovering the Macho Man Randy Savage's Bachelor Party from Primetime Wrestling, which aired right before SummerSlam 1991. Um, this was supposed to be episode 20. It was recorded between episode 15 and 16, and it got lost in the abyss of uh, Matt's computer. Um, but it's all good because we're going to watch it again, and this is one of one of the best. Um, it's only on YouTube. It's not on Peacock. Um, so I will post that link as well. Um, I'm still really sorry. I feel like <laughs> I uh, I lost gold in the uh, abyss of cyberneticos yeah. aol screen name hacked me i lost yeah. <laughs> backing up this uh my external hard drive i keep all of the extra cooler show stuff on cybernetico hacked me and i i lost Imagine everything. he really did uh, cybernetico's uh, like on the other side like <laughs> son of a bitch like, well, i think like, i think you're market. framing cybernetico here i think it was actually uh nick who did this because yeah. there was a, there was a lot of talk about the time he proposed to that girl in college doing the uh the macho man <laughs> oh, bit right. during this episode we, we told that whole we told that whole story so i think uh nick was like this ain't this ain't being public yeah. <laughs> So, I, I almost spent a lot of money just to get that episode back, but I, I pulled yeah. back. Oh, Nick, Nick talked me out of it. I almost did it yeah. on multiple occasions. You saved it for Mick Foley. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's only appropriate before we start talking about the bachelor party that we, uh, we add and carve out uh, wrestler number two to our extra cooler shows, Mount Rushmore uh, appropriately. Uh, we've already got Mick Foley on there. And now we're going to add uh, the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Uh -huh. um, we have covered this man many, many times, including our first episode when we covered WrestleMania 7, Macho Man versus Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, he's our first episode, and he's our really in the one of our most recent last ones, too, right? Tuesday right. in Texas, he was all over Survivor Series. You know, he didn't have a match. Uh, you can't go to the Randy Savage well enough. It, it's, it's endless, right? Like, even the late... Savage era when he was uh, in 2000 when oh, well, he's the, like rapping about Hogan. Well, the Bushwhackers just showed up to the to the uh, bachelor party. Yeah, yeah. So the six party foot kicks off. <laughs> I know Mads got stats, but but bachelor party kicks off with Jameson and and uh, we're gonna get there uh, because there's a lot to unwrap. But I know Mads probably got some stats to to drop on us. I in do. a party till the Bushwhackers get there. So <laughs> no. if. Do we count in our account for statistics? Do we count WrestleMania nine as Macho Man showing up on our episode? It's got to. It's got it to go in there, to. right? Yeah, it has so, to. Yes, because he was in the he was in the graphic. He was in the graphic yeah. where he's lifting yeah. up. Uh, Heenan's, up Heenan's. Uh, yeah, showing his mm. undies. Yes, good call. Okay, so I have to redo my stats on the fly here. I we've only carried uh, we've only counted three Macho matches, which wow. only counts for twelve percent. Wow. wow, but. If you count the double episode of Macho Man being there for WrestleMania 9, then it kicks him up to tied for third place at 20% of the time with British Bulldog and Shawn Michaels with five appearances out of 25. What, so what, what, would, have, what would have happened if um, SummerSlam 91 didn't yeah, get the lost? Man that would have been a double heaven. episode. Yeah. Oh, man. Step macho boy, man could have been at the step top. boy over there submarine macho man's uh, chances <laughs> so <laughs> all for wrestler number uh, our final wrestler who we'll get to he he would have had he still would not have taken the top spot if he had six or even seven it's right. not the top spot Fair but enough. we'll get there we'll get there all right so so, uh, so let's get back to the bachelor party because <laughs> this is this is wild and right now on my screen uh we've got We've got the Reverend, yeah. and we're doing a little watch along with the four of us. Obviously, we we didn't sync you guys up, the listeners, but um, in the crowd we've got uh, Sean Mooney. It, it kicks off Sean Mooney and Mean Gene blowing up balloons with Lord Alfred Hayes, um, and they're in the, like this like auditorium that looks like the the one that we had in middle school. What is uh, the yeah. is the set of primetime <laughs> wrestling? Right, like the, they, I know, they I know. Often but yes, it does look like the auditorium. <laughs> uh, so it starts off with those guys, and and Heenan is the guy who, some for some reason, planned this whole thing, <laughs> um, and he gets dragged in by Gorilla Monsoon, um, literally and carrying it's just, him by the wrist. Yeah. Uh, it's, How about uh, Orkeland? accuses Heenan. Oh, he's gold breaking again. I was like, I had to look this up. 
Goldbricking <laughs> is inventing excuses to avoid a task. I was Ooh. like, I'm going to start using it. Yeah, I'm going to start using that, that at work. I'm going to start using that at work all the time. And Heenan <laughs> says he was at the children's hospital signing autographs. Otherwise, I would have been here. <laughs> We've got uh, Jameson, who, uh, Jameson, who was he linked up with? Bushwhackers yes. for a while? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, he's he's there. They cut to him many times, and uh, he's chewing on his tie or something. I don't know. He is, this character he is, would not fly in two thousands. He is the low key star of this entire episode yeah. of Primetime Wrestling. <laughs> he yeah. is like sneaking in there as uh, yeah as the Matt, best part of this. Matt, can you give us a percentage of the episode that he's chewing on his tie? Do you have that number for us? <laughs> it's it's got to be easy. Eighty percent of the time, yeah. he's either chewing his tie or he's like scrunching up and uh moving yeah. gingerly how about around when he's, how about when he's like stirring the punch bowl and he's oh, like, yeah. thrusting his hips like bal venus <laughs> he's he's not only stirring it with his hands there's a punch bowl there and right. they're all drinking yeah. out of the punch bowl yeah. he's not only stirring yeah. it with his hands Gross. he's moving his entire body and his hips along with the spoon <laughs> and it's all in unison it's it's pretty awesome. It's, it's the best part is that everybody is in kayfabe in, in this. Uh, you've got Coco Beware who comes first. He's flapping his arms like a bird. Bushwhackers come in with their crooked hats and the brims bit off. Uh, everybody's got music. Like a, like a, yeah, everybody's got music. Like, can you imagine that? You're you guys are coming to my bachelor party and you get entrance <laughs> themes. Like, oh shit. <laughs> Can we talk? Can we talk about that the Bushwhackers brought pornos, or at least they teased they brought porno? Stag movies, stag they movies, yeah. stag films. Yeah, what do you think? Stag. He then comes over over to him and he goes, "Whoa, can I see that for a minute?" Yeah. You think VHS, they found them? VHS tapes, holding them up in the air like they're doing a yes chant. Yeah, those guys definitely found them in the woods. Yeah. Oh God. And then you oh, got yeah. uh, Piper's coming, and this guy's definitely bringing the snow with him. He's, oh, yeah. he's got a he, he's got a little <laughs> present wrapped up in some Roddy Roddy Piper uh, merchandise, and uh, I, don't, I can't even remember what the line is that he uses. Uh, but he he takes the shirt off of it, and, and the it's queen like of a, beers, a, the queen of beers. Uh, it's a thirty rack of Budweiser, um, Bud Weasel, Bud, Bud Weasel, as they call it. There's so much going on during this half hour. How about it's, Slick's it's wild? How about Slick giving Macho Man advice? Yeah. He's like, when you say I do, you're committing financial suicide. Like, <laughs> this, the whole idea thing is a great concept. They should have put this on pay-per-view. Like, yes. And- yeah. Yes. Now, we didn't talk about Million Dollar Man's music hits and Sensational Sherry comes yeah. out yeah. with yep. a... Face painted dollar sign, dollar sign. Of her forehead. Yeah, like Charles but Manson. She cuts a promo that is just incoherent. I yeah. don't know what she's trying to say. I don't know what's going on. But she used to she, be with Macho Man. Yeah, right. So that's- absolutely. But she's just—is that what the whole premise of this is? Is that she's in disarray because Macho Man is marrying Liz instead of her? The like whole premise, if, like, can you imagine an ex-girlfriend showing up to a bachelor party? Like, oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> they say too, who invited her? Who invited her? Yeah, Bobby did. You're right, though. It's super incoherent, and and they never tie up. She says she has a little gift for him, and like that, nothing ever comes of it. Never, nothing. We're expecting a lot from uh, primetime wrestling, though. Jake might have been it. And this is the most demented bachelor party of all time, right? I mean, this is like you got. He oh, yeah. looks like Bobby Knight with a red sweater on. <laughs> Your collar cut off. <laughs> yeah. And then Okerlund is uh, talking. Okerlund goes, I want to know what's on those stag films. Like He's like, I would love to see that. Like, man, Okerlund, you, he's so thirsty in this, you know, the entire time. So that was that was a really cool part. So it was with Heenan and Mean Gene. And yeah. uh, Gene goes, you know, Bobby Heenan, I'm curious about those films. Yes. Those stag films the Bushwhackers had. I wonder what they're like. Yes. And Heenan turns around and he goes, I'll tell you one thing. They're not that bad. <laughs> yeah. And it's a, a sheep herders. Yeah. It's a sheep herders reference. Yes. And it caught that. It, the first time that we watched this back in July or June or whatever it was, it went completely over my head and yes. this time it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, holy shit, that's so cool. Yeah. Him like throwing yeah. a little Easter egg in there for uh, is, a, sheep's, a sheep herder's comment. 
See, I thought oh, the well, implication was they were banging farm animals. Yes. I, I <laughs> that, that, that could also be true. <laughs> Listen, they brought a 12-foot a, a hoagie filled with sardines in it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. the we forgot to reference Piper's, <laughs> Piper's line, like, in the beginning when he first arrives. Like, oh, was Sherry here? Like, oh, no, there's <laughs> the sardines. <laughs> like, Jesus. Yes. So on that note, before, before Macho Man gets to the bachelor party, before the groom <laughs> arrives at the bachelor party, I need a drink all right and and there was some extra homework applied um to this week's episode for what's in the cooler um everybody was assigned to come up with a wrestler themed drink um does anybody want to go first and and tell us tell us your drink matt you've got your glass up i took the easy way out here and i went with the broken skull margarita stone cold steve austin's recipe for the perfect margarita and uh i took a little thing f- a, a little piece from our pod foundation brethren over at the chick foley show and marco has had the broken skull ip uh, excuse me the broken skull margarita with terramana tequila which makes it the wrestlemania 17 version of your broken skull margarita and this thing packs a punch man there's <laughs> there's tequila triple sec and then there's a one ounce splash of Grand Marnier on the top. Uh, nice. Also some fresh fresh lime juice in here. This thing is is delicious. But <laughs> I am I'm feeling warm. I'm I'm usually the beard snob. I'm not the the alcohol guy. The hop god. Oh man, I the the hop god, if you will. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm feeling a little warm. I'm sure underneath these headphones, my ears are red. And uh, yeah, we'll let it flow. So. A new cheers, fellas, to one year. Hell yeah! Uh, cheers, Mike. What did what did you bring bring to the table? I thought I thought, actually thought Matt had Jameson. Just drinking Jameson. Oh, James, Jameson. Jameson for Jameson, right? I should have Do done it, it. Like Oak, what, like Oakland says, "Hi, Jameson." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was last week. <laughs> Go back and listen. Yes. All right, so I found a recipe online for a drink called Jack Frost. And I, uh, it's actually blue curacao, mm. vodka, oh, yeah. pineapple juice, and cream of coconut blended with some, some ice in there. It's a, like frozen style. Nice. Yeah. And you can garnish it, the rim with coconut if you, if you will. If you um, will. If you yeah. will. But I, uh, Wait, changed, so what are you calling this? I call it the Fang McFrost. Uh <laughs> And if you, if you know what that means, that's uh, one of Stone Cold's uh, names that he was given before they found out he was going to be Stone Cold. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Fang that's a deep frost. one. I was really thrown off, and I had no idea what that meant. I even put my hand over my head here. Of yeah, like, that flew <laughs> over my head. Yeah, there's the, some of the worst names of all time. Chili McCool or some crap like that. Like, right? Yeah. Jim, I know you're feeling festive as your uh, Macho Man uh, chalk line jacket is is sparkling over there. But uh, yeah, what do you got? I have. Uh, well, I got to give credit to Mikey Workrate. He's the king of punny names. Uh, he came up with the name for this. So it's eggnog. It is Suntory whiskey. Suntory whiskey's Toki. Uh, that's a Japanese whiskey. So combine the two with a little nutmeg and we have shinsuke eggnagamura so uh, love it there we go cheers happy holidays so i've my my drink i am calling it uh uh sweet gin music it is uh it is some 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 gin with uh a little uh, pomegranate juice some fresh lime and uh some sparkling uh ruby red grapefruit seltzer and uh it's it's very good i wish i had another um, wait, Jim, I, I, I think Stu wants to tell us what's in his cooler. Hey, 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 I, I tussled with uh, Muhammad Ali in the uh, dungeon once, you know, that, right? <laughs> if you ignore me again. Uh, <laughs> so I, I only drink the uh, Saskatchewan champagne. Uh, it's old style Pilsner. Well, thanks, Stu, for joining us on this uh, very important episode, <laughs> our one-year anniversary. Nick, um, going back to the sweet gin music, do you need to put yes. lipstick on the outside of the rim of the glass <laughs> exactly. when you uh, when you drink it? And then is it a sunny? 
a sunny uh, sunny, sunny side up yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> sunny gin music <laughs> yeah listen listen to that uh oh, what is it uh, conrad and uh what's his face pritchard something to wrestle it's one of the early episodes is it a sunny episode right the sunny episode oh boy uh, yeah i think it's you a sunny will, episode yeah you will die laughing oh yeah, um, yeah. But all right, let's before we get back to the bachelor party, I want to uh, add our third wrestler uh, to the extra cooler show, Mount Rushmore. Um, and for this, uh, I uh, last night when we were talking about it, I said, I was like, is this guy really on there? We talked about him that much. And then we started spitting out matches and stuff, and he's been covered quite a bit. So we've got uh, Mick Foley and his three alter egos. We've got Macho Man, and the third name that we're adding is the real American, the immortal Hulk Hogan. Um, Let me tell you color. brother. <laughs> Another four appearances on the Extra Cooler Show, man. Dude. <laughs> Jack. Dude. 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 <laughs> Man, Hogan's got to be there with all of the chaos and the and the the craziness from WrestleMania Nine. He seems to pop up in all of yeah. the that that whole generation is all about Hogan in any way, shape, or form. And even when it's not a Hogan episode, he's still he's still sprinkled in. So uh, you know, he he essentially was all of WrestleMania Nine had Hogan all over it. We talked WrestleMania eighteen, Hogan all over it we just talked about tuesday in texas and survivor series 91 like hogan all over it so man he's <laughs> like a, a he's a big him. one can't avoid him right right hogan can't must pose him. brother yeah yeah all right so let's get back to the bachelor party because i feel like we we've, we've missed a little bit here and there uh macho man has arrived at his party but before macho man gets there piper you know, found some, what is, I don't even know what he calls them. They're, they're degenerates off the street. Guys dressed like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> it's, from the, it's from the beginning, uh, the bus. Right, right. With the, Jameson. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of actual parallels to uh, Mikey Workrate's bachelor party because mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln also made an appearance That's at true. that bachelor party. <laughs> So this I forgot is, about that. You know, people who throw who live in glass houses should not throw stones. <laughs> this, we, we're looking at this like these people are sick people, but like, mm, well, yeah. <laughs> Abe Lincoln was at a, a bachelor party. I mean, what, what can we say? But yeah, there's some. Uh, I mean, this is this is something else. I mean, Macho Man is almost. Do you think he wants to be there? He's kind of. I don't know. I don't know. Are these He's his friends? Like, Let me Flint Piper. I get a Flint Piper. He's got to be searching him out because like, there's a bunch of lunatics there. Like he I does. didn't even know Coco Beware was on the roster. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good point. They got the, uh, this is Bob in the barrel. Like who, yeah, the, the random people, you know, uh, this, is, this is probably all the guys that lived in Stanford. They were just like, yes, Yo, come yeah. on, come on down to right. the studio. We got to film yeah. this thing. We're just going to talk about macho and we'll just have some fun. Bushwhackers will bring some, some deer porn and we'll be all right. <laughs> some deer porn. <laughs> deer porn. <laughs> I think he wants a Jameis in there. Who do you, yeah, <laughs> definitely not. Who do you think at this party would end up, uh, you know, waking up covered in like Sharpie marker? I, yeah. Who's who would you bet? I got my money on Sean Mooney, is like the guy that uh, like, Mooney, he's passed Mooney's, out. I think Mooney's the guy that's getting drawn on. Yo, and definitely, think, that's yo, what yeah, I mean. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one of the bushwhackers have uh, have taken him out with uh, some some like 151 shots or something yeah, ridiculous no, like that. And they're breathing fire and cutting their foreheads and all that, all that stuff. And next thing I love, know, I, I, I do love the best part. And we've all been there, like not necessarily at our like individual bachelor parties, but we've been at each other's like bachelor party, like barbecues where, you know, some of our, our fathers or uncles are there and gorilla monsoon is just playing that role perfectly <laughs> yeah. as like, he's there to like pay his respect to, to the bachelor. And he's just chilling in the back most of the night, uh, you know, on his steel chair, he's, Coco he's, Beware is like he's providing entertainment for him. Not to throw any of our dads under the bus, but he's a classic dad because he gets hands on with the stripper first. Too. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> You're totally right. He's just sipping on a drink in the back, gorilla. Yeah, they this other guy who's got got a like petting sardines. I don't know if anybody else caught that guy. 
Alfred, uh, Lord Alfred Hayes is kind of the wild card of this party. He's like quietly in the background, but he's like, he's, he's up to something the entire time. I feel yeah. he, he makes me uncomfortable. He's, he looks like <laughs> no, he's see, ready to, to me, like, yeah, to me, Lord Alfred Hayes is like the guy who like you're out on the night and like, no, he doesn't like everybody doesn't want the night to end, but nobody knows what to do. But Lord Alfred Hayes knows everywhere to go. <laughs> yeah. Like he knows all the hot spots, like all the dingy dark bars and seedy strip clubs. And... <laughs> oh man. Uh, I, think... I, I go bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really funny in the beginning when uh, mean Gene is bringing in macho and he's talking to him. He's like two weeks away. Like, talking about SummerSlam and he's going, uh, I'm cool, calm, collected and scared to death and petrified all at the same time, <laughs> but it's time to party, twist and shout. I know that was the worst macho starts, man in the world, but, no. <laughs> but he starts enough twisting that it's all right. <laughs> the sick thing about this thing is that macho man comes off like the most sane person in the room. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, he that really does. I really, I, we've, uh, the watch along, we've all watched this before and we have it on a mute in the background. And I got to say, watching it in mute is like, it's, it's even crazier. It's just yeah. a bunch of oh people like God. moving around the room. The bushwhackers doing their move Constantly. the entire time. <laughs> yep. Get those randoms from the bus. Yeah, randoms from the bus. Jameson's chewing his tie. It's like saturated yeah. at this point. Piper is the guy who's like double booked, and he like came from a bat, uh, like a, a yes. barbecue on Memorial yes. Day weekend, yeah. like, and he's already hammered. He definitely stole the, that eighteen pack of Budweiser. Oh, the, totally from the party. Yeah. Oh, I gotta bring something. <laughs> so, are we gonna talk about the High Priestess of Love or what? Yeah, we have to. Belly dancer. Zohar. So what's, what's the name? It was hard to make out. So Keenan quietly quiets the party. Everyone gets really quiet and he brings out the high priestess of love, Loha, I think. That's what it sounds like at first, but it is uh they correct it later. Mikey Workray said it <laughs> said it right. You don't mess with the Zohar. Yeah, the Zohar. Exactly. It's Zohar. So I thought it was Noha first. Zoha, Loha, Oha, whatever her name is, is a belly dancer, and she is jumping around <laughs> the entire party. Jamin starts dancing. Slick is on a whole nother level dancing and Macho is out there twisting and shouting. And man, this the, the visuals of this, like if you haven't watched it, please go find it because this this is out of control funny. Oh man. So so originally when oh my God. There's another lady coming out of a cake right now. And she kind of like has the same hair as Elizabeth. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Hey, 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 I stretched a priest down in the dungeon one time. You know that? No, what, what Stu, Stu. I think Stu's Stu, just, you're right, bud. Stu didn't get invited to the bachelor party. You got enough of that Molson triple X? Yeah. Gorilla yeah. <laughs> helping her out of the cake. Oh man. Uh, so we also have, we have this Mount Rushmore and we've got three guys on it, but there's, there's some staples of of the extra cooler show. Obviously, um, leading that list would definitely be the the man that just popped in for a hot second, uh, Stu Hart. He's he he would be like the man of the hour um, on every episode. But on top of that, we've had some pretty outrageous things that we've we've discussed um, and tapped into. Whether we've just made it up in our own minds or or actually found it. Um, whether it's, it's Virgil and his boogers dripping down. His <laughs> what did Matt call it? That? Oh yeah, the, he had you had a specific the name bell and uh, oh yeah, the bats in the belfry. <laughs> bats, bats in the, the belfry. belfry. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even remember that one. Good, good, mem- good two memory. Two faucets yeah. running. <laughs> God, you're making me nauseous thinking about Virgil's and nostrils. There's there's a little bit of a theme, um, that, you know, and I don't know if we should really dive into it, but a little bit of a theme. Uh, we talk about Ultimate Warriors nipples and steroid nipples. <laughs> we talk about Abdullah the Butcher and his hangers. We talk about Kamala's moon breasts. And uh, dear God, I hope this doesn't oh. get me fired from my real job. <laughs> I guess we have a bit of a fixation on uh, They actually so, have yeah. stars on them, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I made stars. a mistake. That's yeah. moon breasts. Star breasts. <laughs> The moon is on his belly. Right. Um, Yeah. I think if we're talking staples of the show, we're talking the extra cooler hall of fame. The, the top spot has to go to the saliva that builds on the corner of Owen Hart's mouth. I think that (laughs) takes my top. Well, second spot behind Stu Hart. So Stu, 
welcome. Thank you for joining us on this momentous occasion. And uh, cheers to your son's saliva. When we, when, we, when we started this podcast, I never in a, a million years would have imagined that we would have been so infatuated on the Hart family. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, me, of all people, are uh, yeah. not expecting to have to be subjected to, I mean, enjoying speaking about the beloved Hart family. I don't want to get beat up too we, much. We get to, uh, you know, my match one. So I get to pick a, a theme uh, for the new year for the first episode of 2022. And uh, we've covered Flash funk matches. You know, we, we've covered, I, I guess I always, I always envisioned, you know, I, I've known Jim since second grade. So I always envisioned as Bret Hart as your guy. We've covered him plenty. Shawn Michaels, my guy. We've covered him plenty. Uh, we've even covered Matt's, Chris Jericho, but we have yet to ever dive into like a, a Mr. Perfect mm. match mm. for, for Mikey. Work yeah. right. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to, uh, we're going to have to revisit Summer, SummerSlam 91 and do uh, maybe the whole card yeah. one day and including the Brett perfect match. Yes. There's a lot of, yes, probably one of the greatest of all time. I think I had put up for vote, which is another, I think my, my uh, submission should go in the hall of fame. Actually uh, my <laughs> piss poor submissions that always get about 7% of like the first round vote, even they never make it to the second to the finals. But I think I'm pretty sure I had um perfect versus boss man as a submission at some point for intercontinental title match. But anybody else have anything they want to throw into the, the hall of fame from year one? Hmm. We, we we talked about cyberneticos aol screen name i think yep. that the illusion of vince mcmahon's toupee could potentially get in there Jim, <laughs> yeah you can make your case yep. that's, that's, that's and certainly we're, we're talking there. about this is like the last talking year about for fake the hair and we were talking yeah when we're talking about uh fake hair we could talk about uh the john gonzalez and his his patches yes. of, of pubic hair <laughs> yes his the bodysuit the pubes uh yeah, yeah. Uh, just it's toupeetruther.com just for those who are still out there who believe <laughs> with me <laughs> and we can't accepting we, all donations we we can't forget uh kane's voice box uh give it to me yeah. next work, right give it to me Suck it. <laughs> you don't need this thing. <laughs> oh, oh man. God. We could probably go on for hours just yeah. talking about the idiocy and the chaos that we've uh, spoken yes. about over the last 33 episodes. So, so we're speaking up, of yeah. speaking of just you, you want to talk about Jake? I yes. do want to talk about Jake. Jake go. has just been uh, denied entry to the bachelor this party, right? Is, it's gotta be the start of why he's turns against Macho. Which is incredible when you think about what we're right. talking about here. His 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 whole problem, you know, is that he was denied entry into the most demented bachelor party of all time. So yeah. now he wanted now, to watch deer porn. Yeah, yes, he wanted <laughs> he wanted to watch deer porn. So now he's gonna he's gonna attack a man at his wedding reception with a, a cobra yeah. snake. It's, Listen, Jake, you're not missing much. Uh, these <laughs> lunatics. You are lucky that you're not going into that. Yeah. Imagine Jake gets up there and he sees like Jameson stirring the, you know, the punch with a fish. Like it's. <laughs> How about and when then, the uh, bushwhackers are huddled around the television screen, oh, just man. doing bushwhackers things and everyone starts crowding around because they've put the stag movie on and they find out it's, it's just reindeer. <laughs> Rain, reindeer. That's, topical. that's the. Yeah. Topical. Yeah. Monsoon was Monsoon was going bonkers to get a view of that screen too. He was like <laughs> yeah, working yeah. his way in there. Man. And uh, can we talk it. about the uh the commercial? Basically, they don't, it's not a, ever a real commercial, it's like but it's vignette. like well, no, Mooney when he's uh shelling the uh one nine hundred Hulk number, which is like a game oh, for yeah. children, right? And they say they specifically say, kids, ask your mom and dad for permission to watch this. Meanwhile, they're selling this on a show where there's like multiple strippers. <laughs> yeah, <it's true. laughs> yeah. There's a stag used to air really late, right? Like, what, what yeah, so like it was 10 o'clock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At it's least 10. nine, at least nine or 10. Yeah. Yeah, it was late. It might I was, like either nine to 11 or 10 I was to 11. Yeah. Never allowed to stay up and watch it. I no, catch like never. the first yeah. two minutes and it was like the holy grail for me. Like, 
it seemed so cool to me back in the day. Right. Yeah. Talk about a show where nothing ever happened. Like mm-hmm. it was like worse than Superstar. <laughs> Do they have whole prime times on the on Peacock? Not a lot. I looked okay. recently yeah. and there's like maybe like five or six. And well, this obviously is not on there. They're That's really gonna be- sporadic. That's going to be something we have to cover, though, at least one yeah, of those. Yeah, it's like, it's like one, it's like a handful from, there's like five seasons of it, and there's okay. like one in each season. Gotcha. One season has like three episodes. Oh, yeah. here comes the hotline yet again. 1991 yeah. is just has one episode, and it's nowhere close. I think it's from like December or November or something like that. So it's nowhere <laughs> near you, this this uh, August one. Can you imagine what that hotline would cost now, right? It was classic, like one nine hundred. Like the first minute was one dollar and forty nine cents. Every additional minute was ninety nine cents. Like five dollars, dude. Yeah, five dollars as a kid. Like to talk on the phone too. We like call nowadays. We did that from my grandma's house once back in the day. Man, oh, you can imagine the trouble we got in when that bill came in, right? Kids today don't understand that. You know? Nope, not at all. What, is, not at what all. the hell is this? Yeah. So, $1,900? Party is bachelor party is winding down um and and we've still got one more person to to, to carve out his spot on the uh, mount rushmore of the extra cooler show but uh i believe mikey Workrate, you've come prepared with uh the extra cooler shows fish out of water uh mount rushmore oh who's the right. first inductee oh and please explain what that is though all right yeah. well the fish out of water is a distinct uh way of selling uh you know, in KFOB. <laughs> um, you know, put your the, pr- pronunciation in the Hall of Fame. You should. <laughs> um, so something happens to the wrestler, some devastating move, and they just they lie on the ground and they act like a fish out of water, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like a right. seizure kind Con- of. Yeah, a seizure, yeah. <laughs> convulse. They convulse. So the uh, number one entrant into the Mount Rushmore, fish out of water, fish out of Rushmore is <laughs> the immortal one himself, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. There's a distinct <laughs> spot I'm I'm thinking of and WrestleMania eight, right after Sid power bombs him, he does the most fantastic fish out of water you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> ten out of ten. I could ten see it out my, of ten fish I could out of water. See it in my mind's eye right now. <laughs> yeah. So that one was uh, you know. Number one with a bullet right there, just like, uh, and then Sid pins him while he's like doing the fish out of water, and then he transitions that into the, uh, you know, hulking up. Oh no! All, All right, who do we got? Number two. Eh, number two. Eh, number two. Eh, Stu, Stu, eh, yeah. do you know anybody eh, that yeah, uh, does H- fish H- out of water? Uh, Hogan's a uh, big, strong. Uh, he shouldn't be taken too lightly. The man weighs 280, 285, close to three hundred pounds. When I knew him. <laughs> Did you know anybody who does a fish out of water kayfabe? Uh, yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Stu. Go back to your boss. I think he's looking for you to introduce the next guy. Well, the next guy into, into my list here is on Mount Rushmore's Devon Dudley. Oh, good one. Good one, yeah. He is. He is so good. He does a lot with his leg. Always, I feel yeah. like. What would you say, like, like typical fish out, of, fish out of water, typically they're laying on their stomach, right? No. No. Like, I, I don't laying know, I'm picturing, like, a lot. See, I'm I'm picturing on the stomach, laying flat down, and, Definitely like, I not. feel like classic, classic Devon always had the arm, like, out to the side, like, twitching. <laughs> well, find evidence. Uh, he's well, probably done that, but also, but most <laughs> of the time, the fish out of water, I'd say 80% of the time, it's done on laying on All their right. back you need a, you need at least an eye think about it. it's a fish out of water you know like they got yeah, the, they're on their true. side they're on their side yeah yeah go ahead number three farouk another yeah. worthy candidate here <laughs> and the fourth yeah. and the fourth one you know i was torn here uh fourth one is maybe a stretch i was thinking uh terry funk maybe but i, I actually went with the big boss man yeah, big boss. Nice, good. Terry Funk, though, I, 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 I remember that too. He's so, he does a pretty excellent fish out of water. Yeah. Do you consider when Boss Man is hanging from the cage a fish out of water, oh, or is that God. does when that he, not count? God. When he's convulsing, <laughs> sure. Different by kind God. of fish out of water. Sorry, right I went there. Yeah. 
Oh, we go there though. That's us. That. We go there. <laughs> All right. So let's 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 uh, get back to our uh, uh, our bachelor party. Does anybody have any closing remarks about the uh, Macho Man's bachelor party? Boy, well, <laughs> man, I don't even know where to begin, huh? I know. I agree. We've, we've talked about stags. We didn't talk about the vignette of the tux fitting for Macho Man. This was, <laughs> it's a this highlight. was Chef's Kiss here. I felt like yeah, that, that should time. also be in our yeah. uh, our extra cooler Hall of Fame as Jim's. Yeah. Mwah, Chef's Kiss. <laughs> Do you think it was uh, just Macho Man showing off his uh, millions yeah. of outfits he has? <laughs> right. The it's, best is when he's like like signing that he's throwing up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, bro, it's just a white suit, man. Yeah. The Macho Man has struck gold. Elizabeth, get ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so bad. I need to work Please. on my Macho Man. I've got, I've got enough tequila. Getting, I guess, to getting warmer. Getting warmer. <laughs> you, he says, "Eureka!" <laughs> Eureka! Yeah. Oh man, we've talked Autumn. about it already. But Autumn. Piper, Piper oh. brings out the cake with oh, yeah. another another lady of the night. <laughs> and we. No, got, I mentioned her. Full on, full on. The girl that looks like Liz. Piper's reaction. How about Piper's reaction to when she opens her jacket? He looks like uh, Ray in Ghostbusters when he's uh, having relations with the ghost. I'll say, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah. You like he faints almost, and uh, Oakland is fighting for position. Actually, there's a lot of jockeying for position when the uh, when her name is Autumn. Actually, just so you know, you beat me. Maybe never mind. The party gets getting sloppy, though, we'll say. What's she up to these days, Matt? I couldn't tell you. Don't have those stats. Sorry, Mike, you are great. Oh, that's a shame. All right. So uh, that bachelor party is absolutely wild. And I think the the biggest missed opportunity for us with that bachelor party is not bringing that bachelor party to one of our bachelor parties. And just like, even if it was, even if it was just shown beforehand, just to, like uh, hype it up the crowd and yeah, get the, get the hype going. Um, I tried really hard to get Marty Gennetti to come to your bachelor party. Actually, <laughs> I think I could have paid him in Kirkland light. Like we had a lot yeah. of that in hand. Here's seven Kirklands, Marty, do your thing. <laughs> Give him a fist off the top rope. <laughs> All right. So we, we, we've got, we've got to uh, add our fourth and final person wrestler to the extra cooler shows, Mount Rushmore. And it is none other than Brett, the Hitman Hart. Um, I, I'm not surprised with how many times we have covered this man. Um, and if you were to add in all his family members that we've discussed over time, he's so handsome. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's, yeah, he would tell you too, if he was on this podcast, how handsome he is. Um, so the best heel in the history of wrestling has showed up on the extra cooler <laughs> show eight times. 32% of our episodes. And it sounds like we're getting another one in 2022 when you talk about Brett and perfect, but oh yeah, eight, <laughs> eight times we have spoken about Brett Hart and probably about one of them. I've held back on my, uh, my thoughts on the greatest heel <laughs> in wrestling history. Yeah. And uh, I mean, yeah, go ahead. No, this guy is, listen, man, Brett is, is one of the best ever, obviously. Um, he's told a lot of stories. And when you go back and watch his era, it's just there's gold everywhere. And I think that's why we are constantly covering him and his matches. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think um, I'm going to be the guy who does the cameo next year. And I'm going to get Bret Hart just to do oh. a full <laughs> full promo on Matt. Oh, man. Hey, 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 hey Matt, hey. I should demonstrate. I, I know what you said about my son all those times. I'm to demonstrate submission wrestling on you now. And I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have to be turning uh, somersaults in the air. I just keep my body close to yours. And when I finished, your, uh, your tail would be so close to your ass. You'd be saluting me when you went by. I, I'd make a Christian out of you when I finished with you. In a couple minutes with you, uh, I, I'd have you believe in uh, what I was doing. <laughs> Stu, I'm so sorry for for all of the all of the talking about your son. You know, I, Matt, it comes home when you 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 know you made fun of his son a lot. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm is, is Helen there too? Oh man, 
You got Helen over there too. Uh, yeah, Helen. I feel, I, like, I feel like after the guys get stretched, Helen is like making them a sandwich upstairs. Oh yeah, like slapping the sandwich. My... Slapping the bologna. <laughs> oh man! So Bret Hart was the most covered wrestler in our first year of the Extra Cooler Show. Now there is one guy that we have not spoken about that showed up with the second most appearances. Oh, he did not. I, 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 I snuck a peek. So I'll let these other two see if they can guess who it is. All right. Let me. What do you got? Anything, cue, Mike? Cue the Jeopardy music. Do, do, Mike, what do you got? It's someone we've covered very recently. He appeared in 28% of Hello? the shows. Undertaker. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. We oh, have a winner. Nice. So wow. The Undertaker showed up seven times, believe Gross. it or not, in the 25 homework episodes, homework matches, if you will. And he showed up 25 times, which is crazy to think about. Royal Rumble two, uh, 1998 was one. We just spoke about Survivor Series and wait, wait, Tuesday wait. Did in Did you Texas. say he showed up 25 times or no, 25%? No, no, no. <laughs> seven times in the 25 oh, homework episodes oh, oh. that we've had, which <laughs> was which was good for 28% of the time. Wow. That's crazy, right? WrestleMania nine, of course he's there. Um, we talked about SummerSlam 1992 where he right, shows up right. again. We've Where's got, he, what's, he, what's he doing in 92? I'm going blank. Kamala. SummerSlam 1992. Oh, Kamala. Yes. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. I would love to, uh, if anybody's listening, you know, anybody, maybe next week we should do an Instagram live and, and see if there's any wrestlers that we should cover that we have not mm. covered. I'm very curious uh, because we tend to go back to the well because this is what we love. You know, we've, I know like Sean's on that list too, quite a few times. Um, he's Sean's the up person, there. Sean's the person we haven't talked about at all in this episode. No. Hey, no. Hey, hey, you see, you see what uh, Micah's did on the Raw and uh, international television, went all over the country. He, uh, he uh, looked like he had an orgasm on the Canadian flag. He blew his nose in the flag and threw it on the ground. Uh, <laughs> John Michaels has shown up five times of the 25 five. episodes for okay. straight 20%. Okay. All right. So, so good amount. He's, but he's well, he's well represented. We've Hickenbottom. Yes. We've uh yep, Mr. Hickenbottom has showed up really Royal Rumble 1998. We spoke about in episode number three. That's an episode he, I have I could I don't remember at all. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania nine, of course, he he shows up there. Um we've got the in your house mind games was was another one yes so that was uh survivor series 91 of course he's there we just had the flag match which you know i actually didn't count but he was a big part of that episode as well which was our number 33 the one right before sure. this yeah sure but he wasn't in the match so i i didn't count it but uh yeah it, it sean is yeah, we, sean's a big part too surprise, yeah we got surprise. some guys we, we've got <laughs> we've got plenty to cover in year number two. And uh, I'm excited. Thank you, Matt, for providing the stats. Um, yeah. Also got to throw a, a thank you out there to the entire pot foundation. Uh, everybody at the chick Foley show, Sheena, Seth, Marco, and then our buddies over at the turnbuckle tavern. You know, it's, it's just been a blast um, being a part of this little pod foundation uh, podcast network, if you will. Um, and also, uh, I can't go any further without throwing out thank yous to guys like Tyson and uh, Andrew Rubin out there and, and Ian, people that listen every week and we know listen every week and give us feedback. And, you know, if you guys are listening out there, I want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. The feedback is what keeps us going Absolutely. and, uh, you know, keeps yeah. us excited to keep and doing this every week. If you guys have any, if you guys out there have any suggestions yeah. or thoughts on on matches you want us to cover, you know, feel free yeah, to I'd hit Nick to up it. and uh, totally DM him. I, as for cans in the cooler, I give our first year uh, five out of five cans in the cooler. Uh, like we said earlier, it's been a blast, uh, and, and here's to many, many more. Cheers! Cheers! To that. That. Cheers. All right, next week we'll be back with an extra credit episode. Uh, just in time for the holidays. Be sure to follow us on Instagram 
at Extra Cooler and on Twitter at Extra Cooler Show. Don't forget to follow and check out the Pod Foundation on social media at Pod Foundation. I have one last thing in lieu of an extra credit on this episode. I am going to hand out my Extra Cooler Cheers of the Week to the one and only Hook on oh. AEW for his debut. Man, that kid is a stud. He's got Action Bronson as his entrance music. And uh, I will not say much more because we're out of time, but cheers to Hook. Cheers to each one of you bastards for all of the fun over the last 30, now four episodes in a row. So cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Appreciate everything. Here's to your number one. If you will. One, four, three, seven. But right now, it's time to party. Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> right, so, uh, right, so, uh, what's in the cooler? Oh, <laughs> just blew my mind. <laughs> your rhino, your rhino's in here. Extra credit. Support, 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 support side heater. Extra credit. Nasty, nasty, nasty.